0: Welcome to another episode of Titanic Minute, your daily podcast Where we discuss the movie Titanic Minute by Minute I'm your co-host Rob and joined as always by my good friends Joe and Duff
1: Hello, everyone. It's so great to be back.
0: Hey, how's does it going, sound, everyone? Does that
1: sound convincing? Yeah,
0: I'm convinced. Uh, we're going to talk about Minute 25 of Titanic today, guys. In this minute, we see some high-stakes poker action, and we meet Jack. Uh, I have a lot of questions about this minute, guys, so let's let's get into it. It starts out essentially with Jack saying some essentially you can't lose anything if you have nothing to lose right and he's playing poker it's him it's Fabrizio it's Sven and Olaf and <laughs> my question very, is, very subtle and sensitive portrayals of um, <laughs> Europeans <laughs> yeah. well I, yes <laughs> especially Fabrizio very subtle Fabrizio <laughs> Fabrizio who uh, as we get through and we go through this movie may be the most tragic character in this entire thing. You you better weigh all our ragu sauce. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love I love Fabrizio and his uh comically accentuated speech patterns. Uh he's Fabrizio. He's absurd. He so, he is the Borat of his day. <laughs> <laughs> so like me and my wife going on the Titanic. <laughs> So,
0: what? Okay, so, so there's a, there's, here's what we know. There's a poker game going on. It's gotten high stakes enough that Sven, Sven and Olaf Gunderson have decided to bet their tickets to the Titanic, which is leaving soon, right? Correct. But Jack says you can't lose anything if you have nothing to lose. So, what did Jack and Fabrizio put on the table? Was it that watch? There was a watch in there. There's like, a watch and a knife, like a compass or something. Like, that cannot be the same value as, like, a trip to well, America.
2: Well, how much was a third-class ticket on Titanic worth? Do we know?
0: I do not know, but we should check out the internet machine. Yeah, It's good
2: we do so much prep.
0: Okay, third-class passengers paid between $15 and $40, which would be... Yeah, fifteen to forty, fifteen to forty dollars for third class, second class. Fifteen to forty, th-
2: nineteen twelve dollars.
0: Yeah, second class for sixty dollars, and uh, first class was about a hundred and fifty dollars for a simple berth, up to about four thousand three hundred and fifty dollars for one of the two parlor suites. So, um, fifteen dollars would be like about a hundred and seventy dollars or so probably now. I, I got it. Fifteen dollars in the year
1: nineteen twelve would be three hundred sixty dollars now. Okay, so that's a lot of money.
2: I mean, it's a, it, I mean, it's between the watch of, and the random stuff, I I could see it being equal. Okay, theoretically. Um.
0: Okay. All right. All right. It's fine. I'll. Um. They double down on Leo here. I. I. Is our the first time we see you know Leonardo DiCaprio as as Jack, um, who's they sort of double down he's smoking he's drinking he's gambling they're trying really hard to be like by the way he's he's an adult now it's not a kid anymore
2: he's uh he's a man of the world
0: well but i mean like before this leo's sort of like a teenage actor right and like so right away our first sequence we see of him in titanic he's you know got all three vices that you would have as an adult
2: uh, kind of a side note, but hey, remember when you could show people smoking in movies and you didn't automatically get an R rating? Yeah, wild times. You can kind
1: of get away with it for historical films um, a little bit, but
2: that, yeah. that's true.
0: Boy, is it that, auto? Is it an automatic R rating if you have smoking? In it's an automatic, automatic PG thirteen. Oh, PG thirteen.
2: Yeah, but uh, you can show like a hundred people getting shot in a PG thirteen. And that's totally fine, but I'm pretty sure if you have excessive smoking, it's an R.
0: Well, secondhand smoke, Duff.
2: That's true. Kills.
1: It's amazing when you go back and watch old movies; just people are just smoking all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think the one the one I think of a lot, and maybe it's because, you know, we we did some episodes of Die Hard minute, but in the beginning of Die Hard, he's smoking in the airport.
2: Yeah. Just smoking in like uh, (laughs) newsrooms or hospitals, airplanes.
1: The tobacco companies paid for that, right? That's what I never did look up. If that's true, but it's what I heard. But
2: oh,
0: really? Well, yeah, makes one Learned so much so far in this minute. It's it's
1: kind of product placement.
0: Yeah, Yeah. that's true. Uh, Sven, Sven is the guy in the hat. And Olaf is the blonde guy who's angry at Sven for betting everything they have. Um, uh, We we are meant to believe they might be brothers because they have the same last name. On the uh, if you look closely on the uh, on the ticket, we see why. I mean, there's there's sort of two answers to this. But did Sven make a mistake by betting this Titanic ticket? Like, the two answers would be like in the moment of time, was it silly for him to bet? This passage they were about to go on. Obviously, in the long run, this sort of worked out pretty well for Sven and Olaf.
2: It seemed like they had some type of plan that they had going because, eventually, in a few minutes, we see those guys wondering where they are. <laughs> so there was something that was planned ahead of time.
0: Yeah, you know, to meet up with friends that were like, <laughs> like it would be like if all of us, like if the three of us were going to go on a big trip, and then like Duff, you got on and you're like, where's Robin, and Joe, and we're like, I don't know, I think they they gambled Gambled it away away
2: got into a small time (laughs) poker game at the local pub
0: (laughs) right right outside when they were supposed to board and they uh, needed
1: to watch so they wouldn't be late
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's it's insane uh joe i'm also curious on your feelings on how you feel about how jack plays this hand he uh he sort of slow plays the fact that he won. I'm curious. You, you've you've spent more time gambling at at uh, casinos than than either Duff and I have. How do you feel about the, that move? It's p- poor etiquette. But yeah, what annoys me more is that
1: the the scene starts when all of the drama is over. Because oh, the, the, oh, the drama, yeah, there's like the betting is complete. So now obviously they need to draw their cards. And I think normally there would be another round of betting here, but they don't do that. So all the drama from a card game is deciding, you know, are you going to call or are you going to fold? Are you going to bluff or are you not? And all that stuff is already over. And we don't need know what card he needs, so we can't pull any drama from like, ooh, is he going to get the card? Uh, we don't even know if he needs one. He might already have a made hand. Just not... Th- th- there's, no t- there's no drama here because... We don't know these people. We don't know the situation other than that they're trying to win tickets onto the ship. I don't know. It's dumb. Uh, it could have just as easily showed them just walking around out of the bar, starting with them walking out. being. I can't believe you want tickets in a poker game.
2: Yeah. It, there really wasn't any suspense given it wasn't a surprise. Like, oh, I wonder if Leonardo DiCaprio will be in this movie anymore.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm torn on this because I kind of, I see your point, Joe, that like, in this actual scene, there's not a ton of drama, but it's a pretty short sequence that we sort of learn, like, hey, they won this on a poker table. Like, they won this in a poker game. And, like, do we need any more than that? And I almost feel like it would be really cheesy if they would have walked out, but, like, aren't we lucky we won these tickets from the, those just like the rest Norwegians?
2: Of the I I think what cameras yeah, tr- trying to do is to establish that they just go where the wind takes them they are you know uh, they they just wander they don't have any permanent residence everything they have is in their pockets so oh, on the on the whim of the day we'll enter this poker game and maybe we'll go on titanic maybe we won't so i f- i feel like that is what it's going for yeah
1: that's fair you're right In terms of him slow, I don't think I still don't think there's
2: any dramatic tension whatsoever, and it could have been done a different way. So I I I don't really think this is necessary because there's there's no tension, there's no stakes for the audience.
1: In terms of him slow rolling it, that he actually won the hand, that he would justifiably get
0: beat up for that. Which almost Uh, or if it was like a
1: if it was a western, he should get
0: shot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Also, I mean, they're in a hurry. They got to catch that chip. (laughs) Well, <laughs> like it's not a time for theatrics at this point. If you just want, you just want tickets to uh to go on a a cruise line that's taking off in like four minutes. I hope that
1: doesn't happen to us when we get on Senator Rock's cruise. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I I've been thinking a lot about uh what a Heart of the Ocean Rob said earlier, and he sort of discussed a couple weeks ago or last week I guess about. How sort of bizarre it was that there was this entire movie built around this tragedy, and I as he mentions that as I've been watching uh these minutes since then, I keep thinking about nine eleven and I keep thinking about like if you were to remake Titanic in on nine eleven like how would this work? so like I keep thinking about Sven and Olaf as being like. These three guys were like trying were like finalists for a job at the World Trade Center. Or I guess Fabrizio too. I guess because he's yeah, on two. How do
2: you get Fabrizio <laughs> along for the ride?
1: <laughs> I guess so somehow like He's he's the one he's the one planning the charges.
0: <laughs> so Oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna change that. So I imagine that um Fabrizio and Jack are two um Graphic designers. God, that, you're trying
2: so hard to make this work.
0: <laughs> that work in New York. And what are then, you so talking they... about? Is... Tr- <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, okay. Jack and Fabrizio are graphic designers.
0: Are graphic designers in the in the aughts in New York City. And they, they go and they pitch the work they're going to do for some big firm that's there. They're like a smaller company. And uh, the larger company is this Norwegian company. With Sven and Olaf, and they're kind of like the, a well-known uh, graphic design company. They did a bunch of work for IKEA, and um, this is like and- a
2: story. Someone on the subway <laughs> yells at you, Rob,
0: um. <laughs> and just with like Jack's like charm and stuff, he's able to get the bid. Where the company were like, were like the the big company in the. Uh, in the World Trade Center, is like we're, we're gonna go, we're going go with this jacket Fabrizio group. I, you know, we believe in them. They're a little cheaper. We're gonna work out, and so they end up being on the World Trade Center on nine eleven. That's essentially the equivalent of
2: this. Sure. Uh, I'm I'm not. What is your point?
0: My point is, it's like it's back to what our heart of the ocean. Robson is. It's sort of like insane that there's this entire like the. One of the most watched movies of all time is about this awful disaster, tragic disaster. Sure. Well, and yes. that like time somehow makes it okay. But like if you take my nine eleven analogy, it's awful. Uh, so or, I
2: I was going to say, uh, well, think about what's the number one movie if you adjust for inflation?
0: Gone with the wind, right?
2: Yeah. So we we kind of like to romanticize tragedy once we don't really have to deal with the actual people Tr- the
0: actual tragedy
2: yeah because we're far enough removed from titanic there were no it's been
0: 84 years
2: <laughs> 84 years yes uh we're far enough removed that we don't know anyone in 1997 there were like a handful of titanic survivors i think they're all they're all dead now right
0: uh i would think that I think there might be some that are still alive, but not many.
2: yeah. and if they're alive, they were a baby and probably can't remember yeah. anything. but yeah, we Titanic Gone with the Wind, uh, I mean, we also like to romanticize violence, <laughs> and that's a common thread in these kind of tragic movies, yeah. Like the I'm thinking of the Godfather was number one movie for a brief period, and Mm -hmm. obviously very big in the '70s. And that's, if not a time we can forget and ignore, it's a certain element of society that the average person will not encounter and is removed from.
0: That's a good point. How how do you think Sven and Olaf felt two days later? Just Uh, fine, I would
1: imagine just what? I would imagine they uh, after uh, Leo slow rolled them, I'm sure they're pretty happy about it. Oh, you
0: think they you think they're still better? It's like I'm good. He deserved it. I would be. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I bet they're sad that their friends or whoever probably died. Well, that's true.
0: Their friends probably didn't make it.
2: Yeah. Mo- almost certainly did not if they're in third class.
0: Yeah. Did you guys have anything else for uh minute 25?
1: Well, I I think you should uh picture <laughs> some more movies about uh, could you have anything on the Oklahoma City bombing? How no. Joe,
0: I'm not I'm not trying to trivialize 9/11. I'm just saying thinking about I've been thinking a lot about what Rob said about if uh, you know if this was a uh you know if this is a 9/11 movie how would that be? And I just think about like, how does this scene play out? Cause we have like our quote unquote, one of our main characters, you know, in a high stakes situation, winning the ability to even you be also, on ship.
2: You're that. also forgetting that we already had uh, a, well, we had two nine eleven big nine eleven movies, one of which was United 93, but that's kind of different, but you're yeah. forgetting there's that Oliver Stone. World I never trait. saw
0: that. I never saw that.
2: Uh, it's it's a pretty straightforward like cruddy not even disaster movie but uh, like there's a certain genre of movies like i'm thinking of uh uh of course i'll bring up i think it's the stallone movie daybreak or daylight oh yeah daylight where some guys are like trapped in a tunnel like there's a there's a kind of subgenre of the disaster movie of people being trapped and that's okay, kind of right, what I... oliver stone's movie was
1: you know Rob brought up winning. There's a guy into winning who has a 9/11 movie coming out this year where he's he's stuck. Mr. Charlie Sheen.
2: Oh,
0: Charlie god. Sheen has a 9/11 movie coming out this yeah, year. Yeah, that's yep, r- it.
1: the whole thing is set on an elevator in an elevator. Oh my god. Stuck in 9/11. Yeah. <laughs> What's it called? He works for this graphic design company. <laughs> oh, come and, on. And he just
2: Uh, so what type oh. of, like, what are their specialties in graphic design, Jack and Fabrizio?
0: Uh, so Jack is the, uh, he's the guy who handles the accounts, and Fabrizio is the creative.
2: I think that they made, like, really annoying pop-up ads on for AOL. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is 1997. This is, like, peak dial-up culture. So yeah. that's that's what they did.
0: What, what? Where, who, what, Fabrizio, (laughs) Fabrizio is, is, uh, like I said, the most tragic character I feel like on this entire ship, but I don't know a whole lot about Fabrizio. Where's
2: Fabrizio from? Uh, We know his mother is not going to America and that's about all we know.
0: Yeah. We don't, we don't really know like what, like, I mean, I'm guessing he's Italian, right? What's your giveaway? Ah, let's let's save Fabrizio for another week. I have not done the 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 enough Fabrizio De Rossi uh, research to really understand his uh, and Danny Nucci's portrayal of him to understand entirely what's going uh, on. Monday,
1: uh, Rob will be doing recording our episode in the voice of this. No,
2: character. I will not. I will not. Like, the, like I said, famous... he's the the Borat of Titanic. <laughs>
0: Fabrizio, the, the graphic designer. Our, our beautiful, simple boy. <laughs> oh, guys. Do you have anything else for this week? Negative. All right. Titanic Minute. We're all over the place. You should like us. You should follow us. You should sign up for Sinking Feeling, our newsletter. You should pay us. Yeah, there's no way to do it, but if you want to, you should send us a message. We'll find a way to... To give us uh, our, send, our Fabrizio pop art.
2: Send us some bitcoins <laughs> on the dark web. <laughs> uh, do you
0: think there's a Fabrizio? Um, what are those little pop art things called? Those vinyl things? Joe, you uh, have some fun- of them. Funko? Yeah, I think there's a Fabrizio Funko.
1: Um, I'll, I'll do a little research over the weekend, see what I can dig up from the depths.
0: Okay. All right. So we'll be back next week with minutes 26 through 30. Until then, stay safe. And I don't know. I don't know anything else than that. (laughs) Safe is good. Safe is good. Stay safe. That's just a good tip. Um, (laughs) We'll be back next week.